In spite of the numbers of COVID-19 coronavirus cases continuing to climb to nearly 80,000 and 2,629 deaths, frankly, that's small potatoes compared to the seasonal flu. This killed 72,692 people so far this year and 850 victims today, February 24th. And still only about half of Americans get their flu shot. Go figure. Plus, in spite of the media's preoccupation with the bad news, the good news about COVID-19 is that according to Worldometers, which tracks all things coronavirus related, the total number of active cases has dropped to under 59,000. Hi, I'm Amy Grant of the ABL organization, and here are several ways that technology has been used in China to tame the virus, making it largely responsible for the decline of China's active cases. The first report of a case of pneumonia from an unknown virus in Wuhan was diagnosed on December 8th. And by New Year's Eve, AI company, Blue Dot, published the first alert about the virus. By January 10th, thanks to significant advances in genome sequencing, the Wuhan virus genome was completely sequenced by Chinese scientists and made available to their scientific peers. Two weeks later in Wuhan, construction began on a 1,000-bed Hushenshan and then 1,600-bed Leishenshan hospitals, both of them opened within 12 days. Obviously, the Chinese contractors didn't need to contend with California's Oshpod. By late January, thanks to newly installed 5G technology, experts from 718 miles away in Chengdu were able to remotely diagnose those in Wuhan with the coronavirus. This was the first use of telemedicine for remote diagnosis. Previously, 5G's potential for remote medical services was largely theoretical. By February 4th, volunteers in protective suits were disinfecting railway stations, airports, even passengers themselves, and a little later, insides of planes and trains. Drones! On February 9th, the day that WHO declared the public health emergency, this gentleman in home quarantine received a face mask and thermometer delivered by drone to his home in Changping Village in Huzhou. Two days later, China launched its coronavirus app dubbed the Close Contact Detector to let people know whether they were at risk of catching the disease based on their proximity to someone who had it. Given that it took the cooperation of three Chinese government agencies to create it, the General Office of the State Council, the National Health Commission, and China Electronics Technology Group corporations, that's an amazing speed to market. Meanwhile, Shanghai Public Health Clinical Center and other clinics began using VivaLink's continuous temperature sensor to curb the spread of the virus. The wireless Bluetooth-enabled sensor, which adheres to the skin like a colorful bandage, allows healthcare workers to monitor patients remotely and automatically, rather than physically checking on the patient's temperature every few hours with a mercury thermometer. And in the rest of the world, quarantine control officials began screening the temperature of arriving passengers using thermal imaging devices similar to this handheld unit being used at Moscow's Nukovo Airport. And last week, Veridus Laboratory announced it obtained provisional authorization from Singapore Health Sciences Authority for its Vericovi detection kit, which produces results in just two hours. Obviously, the saga of the COVID-19 virus is not over yet, but thanks to technology and aggressive containment approaches, hopefully it soon will be, at least in China. And ideally, countries like South Korea, Italy, Japan, and the United States will be equally aggressive in both their containment policies and use of technology. Please share your suggestions as to what other technologies should be used to contain COVID-19 in the rest of the world. Thanks for watching.